Jonesy, this podcast had it all. Three racing states and we went even went international. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Uh, I think a podcast of this caliber should transcend jurisdictions. Mm. We're talking about the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. And um, just how much of a phenomenal occasion it is. and The turnover. The t- <laughs> My God. The turnover is phenomenal, but it also, <laughs> I, I think it shone a little light. On the uh, on the turnover that we have on our greatest race here in Australia, but uh, more on that during the podcast. Yeah, I would have thought so. And if you're going to turn some over this weekend, where would you do something like that? I think you're going to turn some over with Team Orange, and that's the good people at Ned's. Look, the Winter Carnival's heating up. We're on the back end of the Adelaide Carnival. Thank God, some would say. <laughs> um, so open up your Ned's app and gamble responsibly in there. Um, check us out on our profiles. You can follow us in on a few bets if you like. But if you don't want to, that's fine too. But I'll tell you what, everything you could possibly do on the Neds app is what you want to do. Get weird and exotic for us, drifters. Absolutely. And uh tell you what, some of the drifters are following in what we've posted or what I've posted, um, those three-leg multis and two-leg multis for the yep. Queensland Derby and the Cox Plate. And there was another one there, the Stradbroke as well. So a couple of drifters have um, following our coattails and, you know, it's good to have a long, long-term long play. You've pulled it off before. Yes. No reason why it can't happen again. Absolutely. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Shrower. Scourer. Pharaoh. Pharaoh <laughs> won the Sydney Cup two years ago. Watch him win now. No mucking around here, mate. We're getting straight into it because we got a bit on. Yeah, we do. So... Do you have anything that you want to admit to the people, the good people of this podcast? Yeah, I'm guilty as charged, I think, uh, on the weekend. I um, I had a separate quaddie outside of the punk club. That's okay. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, and it was the quaddie in Sydney. And the first leg was won by a horse called Volpine, uh, which is about a $15 or $16 thing. It led the entire way. Okay. Yeah, and but, th- you know that that's okay. Yeah, but, that's fine. But so just to set the scene a bit, <laughs> it was two people's birthdays from our from our group of mates, our punk club. Myself and uh, Bradley, who's a very much mentioned person of this podcast. Yeah, you know the heart and soul of the group. You might oh. even say, okay, yeah. And then, well, I'm the brains. Then <laughs> oh, none of us are the looks. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, we're at, we're having a nice lunch. We're out and about, you know, and we somehow zagged Zutori. So we were on top of the world in our quarties because yep. of thanks to Dollar. Thanks for Dolan. But then you know we're watching the Sydney quarter at the um at the restaurant. Then what happens? Oh, I've got it up on my phone, and I start cheering home Volpine, and. Everyone at the table was like, why are you doing that? I was like, oh, it's in my quaddie, which 
Yes, you're allowed to have a separate quaddie. This was with um, a mate of mine at work. Um, so shout out Tim. Um, and he, he was the one who put Volpine in, like in my defense. But you still don't cheat at home. You don't cheer home a horse. Cheer your luck. When no one when no one else at the table is is on it. Um so I'll put my hand up and uh and look, went on to win three legs of that quaddy. Lions Raw. Huge. Good friend of the podcast was twenty six dollars. We had that in our second leg. Mm-hmm. Third leg was Savatiano. Mm-hmm. Four bucks. Yep. And then we had four horses in the last leg. He ran second, third, fourth. Yeah, genuine, uh, genuine Rubik's cube trying to figure out whether to save on that race or not. But you've been warned, right? Yeah, severe, nah. severe reprimand. Strike one. Oh my god! Yeah, strike one. Gee, I've only found one thing worse over the weekend to Good. give a polo. I've, I've to. already got the purple polo. So what could you give me? <laughs> the orange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, horses to follow. Kick us off. You know, you have to gain respect back now. <laughs> Well, wait till we get to the Juicy Stakes recap and I'm definitely not getting any respect back there. <laughs> Neither. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Wild Ruler uh, in the Fireball Stakes resuming, he was he was really good. He was clinical. Uh, he's looked to have come back a, a better cult than his third in the Coolmore, I think. About the only favourite, the one all day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both the Snowdens said he'd come back really well and expect him to go on to bigger and better things. He's favourite in the galaxy now, which I can understand. Mm. Um, four bucks there. Yeah, I'm just having a look at him. I'm sure he's heading that way, but he's not nommed. No, he's, he's, he's not nommed, uh, but the Snowdens said that's what, where they're taking him. So. Right. He is nommed for the TJ, so I'd be interested to see what the price is there, but I don't think he's good enough. I think, oh, mate, I've learnt my lesson with three-year-olds this year. My God. <laughs> It just keeps getting worse and worse for me. Um, I had Solar Winds, bit mm. of a left field one. Uh, ran behind Kalishnikov, who finally, um, you know, the two-year-old form's looking a bit here and there now as well. Oh, it's geez. just like it's an absolute dartboard job now. But ran behind uh, Kalishnikov in the Black Opal in Canberra. I think it will be one of the better ones long term, but it's currently $51 in the slipper um, and it is nommed. So, okay. Yeah. For a complete, utter, a complete uh, blowout, it could be the one. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, the other horses for me is actually the Quinella and the Guineas. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Moanga and Lions Raw. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Lions Raw? He's well, one of your boys. He, I think. I honestly think he could go down as the best three-year-old long-term. Yeah. We look back and I think he could be the best horse because our staying ranks, 2,000 metres plus, I think that's where he's suited even better. He could be the best horse out of all of them. Mm. Like he, he came from back in the field. I've seen him do it in front. He's versatile. He's a great name. Great silks. Good just story. A, just a great story. Yeah, just a good boy. Mm. Yeah, I think I think he was great, and Moanga was good too. I think huge, uh, and those two are our favourites for the um, the Rose Hill Guineas. I think Moanga's three bucks and Lions five bucks, which I think's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sticking with the big boy. Um, yeah, I've, I think I'll have to too. I'm financially invested in him, so <laughs> uh, 
Thanks, Tommy Coconut, for the uh, for the early mail there. We gave it out on the podcast, though. We did. We we've we've spoken about him positively on the podcast since we started. Really, I think in, if we're thinking about like horses mentioned on this podcast, it goes Johnny Get Angry on oh, top. Definitely top. Has to be. Uh, Lions Raw second, and then your long turbo third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to this weekend. Uh, I've got Rock, interesting runner for Hawks, Hawks stable. Um, Wayne Hawks was talking up this boy again, and he ran third in the Turak or whatever it was um, at Flemington on uh, on Derby Day, whether it's the Turak or the other one, Cantala. Cantala. Yeah, Cantala. Yeah, so he needs a he needs a rock hard track, pardon the pun, but he's fifty one dollars for the Doncaster. I feel like that's way overs uh, mm. for mine. If he gets a good track, which is unlikely, I might have a have a dabble at that price. Yeah, he he's guaranteed to start about ten dollars on the day. Yeah, fair enough. I had rock too. Uh, had a good look at this weekend, and I think the horses to watch really are in the the All Star Mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Any others? No, that's it, mate. Beauty. Uh, Polo recipients, I think this will be a pretty quick addition because my boy Lions Raw has got a navy this week. Um, Yeah. You know, podcast favorite, uh, switching his red silks to a nice navy, uh, cool more silks even. And uh, yeah, also a special mention to uh, Matthew Dolan for carrying Mm. this podcast last week because our tips were horrific. They really were. Yeah. The only thing I think I got right was um, sacking 50 stars, but I then backed a horse that finished second last. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, well. Not ideal. Um, white Polo, interesting one. Um, J-Mac, not our J-Mac, James McDonald, uh, jumping off stay inside in the Golden Slipper. Mm, I did see that uh, running with... The Wallers now, yeah. Wallers. I reckon it's I reckon it's purely that that Chris Wallace given him a bit of an ultimatum, going like, "Mate, you with us or you or aren't you?" So jumping on home affairs, which is interesting. I'm still pretty keen on staying inside. I reckon um, draws a gate. He'll be riding the riding the, in the thick of it. Um, yeah, Freeman's a pretty. They're pretty keen on stay inside. Is they're one? He's one of the better horses in their stable. Yeah, I think stay inside is still a great shout um, for the slip ride. Yeah, I think you can forgive that that last run. Uh, I've actually got a some money invested in Home Affairs at future prices. So yeah. seeing J Mac jump on board was was a tick. Will I be with him on the day? Not sure, but we'll, mm. we'll wait and see. Um, the more I think about the slip ride, the more I think something at thirty to one is going to win it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's super open this year, which is yeah. great. It's great for it. Gee, tell you what, Artorius had an unbelievable trial today. Oh, yeah, saw that. Oh, my God. He was... he Rocketing. Yeah. Rocketing home. But, oh, I just don't know if he's just too brilliant, you know, if he wants further. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, as we always talk about on the podcast, two-year-olds mm. here one day. Go on the next. Mm. All right, Purple, apart from you, <laughs> beaten favourites. On yeah, the weekend, fair. The, this is an absolute horror uh, recall for all of the punters, including us. At Flemington, you had Cooled, September Run, Lunicorn, uh, 50 Stars, Personal, and I'm chucking in Odium there as well because mm. shit, I've never seen a drift like that. No, neither have I. It's like that was bizarre. $1.80 to $4.50. Mm. Still backed it. Um <laughs> Ramwick, you had Profiteer, Pretty Woman, Nature Strip, who ran 
race uh, record time and still lost. Mm. Emanate, Aegon, Bivouac and She's Ideal. And then at, Can- at Canberra in the Black Opal, Rocket Tiger gets rolled by Kalishnikov at $13 who he couldn't even – you couldn't back him in. It's he was, He's the equivalent of Google Maps giving you the wrong route. Yeah. Kalishnikov. He's been all. He's been way off it, and then he turns up and he does that at fourteen to one. And that thing in the Adelaide Cup, that my last one, Trilie Rose, yeah, dollar eighty favorite runs fourth. Bizarre. And majority of these ran outside the top three. So if you're getting money back, you're getting nothing back. Oh, it's it's a mugs game. Oh. It's a two mugs game. Yeah, shout out shout two out. mugs punting. Um, so yeah. Absolute horror, horror result for us. But um, you know what? We'll be back. We'll be better than ever. Five group ones next week. All right. All-star mile time. We're going to do a runner-by-runner runner preview. And how I'm thinking we might do this, let me just get the field up. Um, I'm thinking that we'll go, you start us off, then me, and then we'll just, you know. We can do so that. So, kick us off with Sir Dragonet, uh, top weight. 1,600 metres, wave for age at Mooney Valley. Yeah. Well, I think firstly, what's most important for Sir Dragonette is the deck, right? Uh, if we're getting a wet deck, it stocks uh, raised significantly. Concern for mine is still the distance, 1,600 metres. Um, we saw its last start in the CF4 stakes. It just couldn't, couldn't go anywhere on a good track. I think it wants further. I think it wants a wet track. I wouldn't be surprised to see it run into the money if it's a wet track, but it's a no thanks for me. Yeah, wet track, big thing. You have to, yeah, do have to respect like um, the money that came from him first up. Like, obviously, the money was suggesting that he was going to be good, but I don't know. He hasn't won, or this is only his second race under 2,000 meters. Yeah, I can't have him unless it gets super, super wet. Behemoth, um, Craig Williams back on board. Um, Darren Jolly, look, good horse. And his only run at the Valley has been a pretty impressive win over 1,200 metres. But he's unproven at the mile. Um, I think, look, it's a bit unfair to say that he's a bottom-end Group 1 horse. But at this distance against this company, I think he is. Um, I think he's more of a 1,400 meter horses, which is, which is completely fair enough. Um, look, wouldn't be surprised to see him run into the money either and he can handle um, each way going, but yeah, I can't have him in this either. No, I'm with you there. Uh, Streets of Avalon, been super this prep. Jagging the CF4, uh, should lead pretty comfortably even though from that barrier, I think it'll have to come across, but I think it shouldn't have any issues doing that. Uh, loves a good track. If there's any rain around, not suitable. Honest horse, Battler, but I think there's going to be some super, super fast horses swooping at the end. Look, what's his distance? Seven runs at the distance. He's placed once. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Mr. Quickie, Jamie Carr on board. Gee, he, he could blow them all away, but... I just think, again, he's probably a top-end Group 2 horse, bottom-end Group 1 horse. Um, I think he needs absolutely everything to go right in his races. And they're now training him like a miler to 2,000-meter horse, which I think he is because he was going around in 
Derby's as like a dollar eighty favorite or whatever he was, and just wasn't running the trip. So, um, look, wouldn't surprise me, but sticky barrier. Jamie Carr's a big tick, but I think he's below these. Yeah, agreed, mate. Um, speaking of sticky barriers, start of the seas drawing barrier twelve. I tell you what, if he, if he drew a nice barrier, I'd have a serious look at him in this mm. race. Last prep, he was there or thereabouts with a lot of group ones. We were sort of thinking, you know, is he going to be there for the next one? But he kept running into the money, but in great company. So he's certainly up to the task. Had a great win um, a couple of weeks ago in the in the blamey stakes in Flemington. Look at the distance. He's got a super record. I don't think the good track or the soft track will, will bother him either way. If anything, if it gets heavier, uh, it's probably he's, more suitable. He's better with... This sting out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for me, it, it is that barrier that's a bit of a concern. But I think if, if there is a bit of rain about, he'll, he'll run really well. I think the $16 for him is, is a pretty good price. Mm. Yeah. Well, you look back at the spring, he started favorite in the Epsom. Like, yeah. So, he has a starting price profile over Probable, which she's gone on to be huge. And, you know, um, beat 50 stars... Just don't know if that's the right form for one. Mm. Magatu, gee whiz, what do you do with this bloke? Um, has very elegant and col- uh, Colette form and colding, I guess. Um, ran huge in the Cox Plate, was unlucky. Um, not it's like to- three wide or something like yeah. that the whole time, yeah. Yeah, and um, I think he does go better on top of the ground, but he can handle it um, with the sting out. Barrier eight, I think, is perfect for him. Think he can sit three wide with cover. Um, Bowman's come bit come down to ride him, which is a massive tick. Like it's a pretty decent race day in Sydney, so I think that's a huge tick um, in the direction of Mugger too. The gee, I cannot catch Chris Lee's as a trainer. He's probably my least favorite respect to him because I just can't back anything that he wins that he wins on. Yeah, you know. Um, so I think he's right in the game. Um, seriously, look at him, at him. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I can't knock that. Um, <laughs> number seven, the Herovian, oh, the king of the north. Come on, Orange. Oh, look, certainly no knock on the Herovian. Uh, he was ridden, he was held, sorry, a fair bit um, last start, and just looked pretty plain. Unfortunately, he yeah. was he was a bit stuck, but. I think if he gets out, he still doesn't win that race. This is obviously a lot harder task. Would love to see him run well. They'd be awesome. Uh, and full respect to, to the Herovian. It's great to see him in, in the race. I think $50 is probably a pretty fair price for him. I think it's unders, to be honest, for the big <laughs> fella. But um, Barrier Seven's a huge Yeah, team. drew like, really well. He's so probably got the draw of the lot. He'll get every chance. Yeah. Um, and, and look, I hope he gets some clear air to show us what he's got. Uh, would be surprised if he runs into the money, though. Yeah. Regalo Di Gantano, I think I've done an okay job there. <laughs> uh, the Adelaide horse, um, shout out to the connections, huge Italian uh, connection base and basically every Italian person in Adelaide's voted for this thing to get in. <laughs> so, I'm looking at 331 to 1 on my screen and I think he could start 500s. Yeah. Well, until a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> oh. you could never see a $300 horse win a yeah. race. Look, there's one real roughy, which if it won and knocked us all out of everything, I'd be stoked with because of the story, but we'll get to that in a second. But mm. um, yeah, this fella, nah, jog on, big boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. Uh, Russian Camelot. 
Interesting. Is interesting. So resuming, um, his last one was in the Melbourne Cup. He ran pretty well, I think, in the Melbourne Cup, and he had a, he had a good prep. He's, I think he was whilst he was considered a four year old horse last prep. Three year old. He's actually a three year old. So still plenty to learn. Um, look, really interesting to see how he how he goes on the weekend. Two starts at the mile. He's he's ran a first and a, and a second. I think his go is probably out further, but. What we've learned about him first up is that he goes super. Mm. So his last first up run was in the. It was in the. Uh, yeah, the Kobe uh, Diva. Yeah, against Fierce against Fierce Impact. Impact. Yeah, and he Just ran, kept fighting. Yeah, kept fighting there. So I, I expect him to run a good race. I'll tell you what. If there's rain around, um, I'll be all over Russian Camelot. Yeah, yeah, I can totally understand that. Started favouring the Cox Plate. Mm. Um, you know, against. A lot of these runners, so I can totally understand that. Two things for mine: um, Melbourne Cup last start, coming back to sixteen hundred here. I think he could be a bit flat. Can't underestimate Danny O'Brien, but you know, I just I just see that, and that's a bit of a question mark for mine. It's like that's the tick for Sir Dragonet for mine. He's had the run; it's basically yeah. like to get the cobwebs out. He might come back a little bit flat from that. Um, the other thing's barrier two. I think that is a shocking barrier draw for him. Um, you look at fierce, uh, the fierce impact stakes, uh, the Maccabi <laughs> Diva stakes. I'll be called that one day, oh, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Maccabi um, Diva stakes, he drew barrier 14 there, sat three wide on speed. I think we've seen it so many times. He loves being in clear air. Loves a clear air. Yeah. So, so that is a bit awkward as well, but... Um, yeah, just looking through the race, and I guess we'll sum- summarize it at the end. I think he's more suited to the wet than a lot of other yeah. horses in this. Yeah. Um, that's if it is wet. Who knows? Yeah. Who um, knows? So, yeah. Next runner. Gee whiz, what do you do with Arcadia Queen? Oh, you, yeah. You came here on my doorstep. <laughs> and I I said to you, have you seen the news? And some of our viewers and listeners might not have heard the news, but... My phone's up there, so I can't see it. But basically, she's shifted a plate in one of her front legs, which means that she's come back one out of five lane. What that means, I don't know. You know, but let's put it this way. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. So, I was super keen on Arcadia Queen. I thought she was by far looking like one of the best bets in this race because barrier five, huge tick. (sighs) Pikey learnt from the... Cox Plate, where they went back, just get a basically two off the fence, two pairs back. Oh, please. Draws perfectly, like you said, to do that. Oof. But a couple of things going against it now. That being lame, that just cannot possibly help. And a possible wet track is sirens for mine. Mm-hmm. Ticks for her, she should have gone very close to winning the Futurity. Over 1,400 metres, which is a no-go. Um, 1,600 is a big tick. Look, she's in the race, but I was so keen on her. Now, I'm completely off her because if anything's anything goes wrong, I just don't want to be on. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think I'm in the same camp as you. Oh. Look, the, the pulling up lame thing, we'll see for me. For me, it's more so the, the weather, I think. I was I was super keen on her in this race too. Uh, if it's a dry track, I think I probably still will be. But and I guess look, another big mare in this race who's going super at the moment, uh, Probabil. Uh, so 
draws barrier 10. Look. She keeps proving everyone wrong. She's got such a dynamic racing pattern that I think it's almost irrelevant where she draws because she can go forward, she can sit middle of the pack, she can go back as as well. She's a winner. She wants to win. Um, Jamie Richards' trainer came out during the week though and said if it gets to a soft six, we're probably going to scratch her. So wow, yeah. So they're 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 not even going to entertain the wet track. I think after her running the Cox Plate, being pretty average on a wet track, I think they've sort of decided that despite her form in the wet previously, I think she's developed into a horse who just loves it mm. on on top of the ground. So we'll we'll see with Probabil. I think she'll give this a red a red hot crack if it is a dry track. Wouldn't be surprised to see her fighting it out with Ar- Arcadia Queen at the end. Yeah, no, she's in my numbers as well. Mm. Um, shout the bar, crikey, the uh, celebrities horse. My God, if you saw some of the advertising for this, Buddy Franklin and others were getting on this thing. Really keen to get it in, weren't they? They were, and it's got to run, and it's drawn perfectly. Mm. Mickey Walker, the cuz on the back, Woodhouse Bot, gee whiz, they've, they, this thing can ruin group one races. This isn't a group one, but it virtually is. Um Second up, looks to be peaking here. Uh, first up run was pretty decent. I just, she's not the same class as these. No. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people tip her or make a case for her. I can't. I just think, I just don't think she's going to beat Probabil, Arcadia Queen, Russian Camelot, Mugger 2, even Sir Dragonet in a race. I can't see it. Yeah, I agree. Look, I think she'll create her own luck running forward and she has drawn really well to do that. So, she'll give herself every chance. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if she ran into the placings. I think she's... And it's more of a draw um, profile for mine um, where she can definitely get in. And I think, yeah, you can't underestimate the Waterhouse and Bot stable. They have their horses fit. Oh, yeah. Very fit. So, mm. yeah, graceful glamour. Yeah, well, look, we'll shout the bar, we'll go forward. I think <laughs> I think pretty confident in saying graceful glamour will go forward sure as well. Uh, yeah, no, nah, not here. Yeah, no. Nah. Agreed. Now, this is the horse I hope wins it. Not going to tip it. I hope it does. The trainer of this horse... Mr. Ryan, what's his actual name? Let's give this man, Bill Ryan. Billy. Poor fella. From Tasmania. Terminal cancer. He's got about six six months to live. And uh, the whole of Tasmania got behind this thing and got it in the race. He loves this horse. It's his favorite horse he's ever trained. Um, against doctor's orders, he's flying to Melbourne. And uh, he's going watch to watch it run. He's like, well, I'm not going to be here anyway, so may as well. Hmm. Look. How many trials has it had? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven trials into its first up run. You know, and it won by nearly a length over the 1,400 metres. It's an okay second up profile. Look, don't know, don't know it from a grain of sand. I'm not going to lie. I don't know my Tasmanian form. Neither do I. But from what we've learnt over the last few weeks is to expect the unexpected, mate. $41. Look, I think you'll get better on the day, but I hope this horse wins. Yeah, I'd be a great story. Great to see. Draws a shocking barrier, unfortunately, but it is yeah. what it is. Uh, and yeah, finishing off oh. with the uh, the uh, Luna Fox, uh, oh, which yeah. you know 
Won at Group 1 pretty recently, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, a decent price. Decent price if you found it well done. Oh, that was four weeks ago. Yeah, geez. No, it's, no, they've missed it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah look, doesn't have the worst profile in this race, but I can't see it winning this. No. No. Of the emergencies, I think, yeah, 50 stars. Look, th- th- three runs in three weeks. And the stable's super, super keen to get it in. I, d- I can't remember a horse that's done that. Yeah. On, rec- on recent memory. It is a bit bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I think 50 stars, like you were saying before, is a, a top group two, bottom tier bottom tier group one horse. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, the good thing is, is I think how the barriers work here is the emergency, I think, goes to the very outside, which is a huge tick for him. Mm-hmm. And if it's wet, even bigger tick. But I can't have a horse. Um you know, at that uh, three weeks in a row. Sosie Bond looked good and a fair to remember, no thanks. So, who have you got on top? Well, look, I've, I've got to preface this. I've got two trifectas, one for it being a good deck and one for it being a wet deck because it's just got to change your betting when the two two horses in the top of the line of the betting are um a real good track horses so if it is a if it is a good track i've got arcadia queen on top um look i you know she might be scratched but you know right now she isn't so the queen on top probably running second and i've got russian camelot running third if it's a good track uh for me a wet deck i changed that around to have russian on top i think star of the seas would run super if it is a wet deck and I think Arcadia Queen's still good enough if it doesn't get too choppy to probably run into the money. Mm. Just feed issues for Arcadia Queen. We saw how much of a different horse she was mm. after she got the bar plates off. And um, now that a plate has moved on her foot, I just don't think she'll be as dynamic. I think it's really important for her. She really mm. feels her feet. I was all over her, but now I'm yeah. not. Yeah. So... The more I think about it, the more I just can't go past this horse at the $13 on offer. I'm having Mugger 2 on top. Yeah, fair. And I wasn't a big fan of this horse, but... Can't say I am. He wasn't one of mine, but after this weekend, he might be. Um, (laughs) Yeah, very elegant form. That is absolutely elite. Um, He looks... He looks um, yoked, mate. He looks huge. Yeah, he does, actually. I saw a photo of him. Oh, my God. Jack does. Yeah. Yeah, he's but yeah, he's shifting tin at the stables, uh, Newcastle. But yeah, look, I think he can run super whether it's wet or dry. So I'm just going to have him on top, regardless. Yeah, you'd rather be shifting tin than shifting bar plates on your feet. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that is yeah. for sure. Um, if it's dry, probable um, running into second, and oh, I don't know. I've been completely, completely. Uh, thrown off my game here because of Arcadia Queen. So, I'm going to chuck still a star into third for the story. Yeah, it'd be um, a great story. Yeah. And then if it's wet, Mugger 2 on top, uh, Russian Camelot and maybe Sir Dragon it. You know, it's that type of race. Oh, yeah, it is that type of race. Cool. All righty. So, from Melbourne, we go to Sydney for the Coolmore. Coolmore Classic, 1,500 metres, Phillies Mares. Um I've got Dixie in front of me, Dixie Blossoms, who won this two years ago. Oh, I love Dixie. Huge friend of this punk mm. club, I'll tell you that. And uh, you've got Probabil in front of you just because of the All-Star Mile. Yeah. So, how do you see this race panning out? Because, you know, there's only 18 runners in it. Yeah. Well, 
I think it's going to be a great race because I think if you find the winner, I think you're going to jag it at a really good price. What is it, $6 a field? Yeah. <clears throat> and i tell you what, there's a you can make a case for a lot of horses in, mm. in this race. You really can. And the interesting thing is they've all come from different sort of form lines. But, look, I think you're going to get some nice early speed from Vangelic. I think you're going to get some nice early speed from Sovereign Award, who's drawn the car park. <clears throat> we'll probably still find its way across, though. Maybe Mizzy, yep. Forbidden Love to go forward. Yeah. And then you've got a couple of back markers. Uh, one is uh, hailing from the Sunshine State. Yes. Number three, Crone. She's just a good girl. Isn't She's she? a good show. Best man from Queensland, I've heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, and then you've got Shalo. Yeah. Uh, getting way back. Maybe Ice Bath way back, but look, I think there's going to be nice speed in this race, so it's going to give every horse an opportunity, I think. Yeah. No, mm. Fair, fair shout. Um, I think there's a horse here. Oh, let's start with the favorite, Forbidden Love. Um, huge run last start. Um, awesome run. Yeah, Nash just gave her absolute peach, beaten by two lengths. Did hear from uh, Richard Freeman today. She, if she's to win this, she has to carry a record weight for a three-year-old. Yeah, I did see that. Which is interesting. And, um, yeah, I just – her profile suggested that she loved being fresh. So, I'm happy to risk her. Um, if she wins, she wins. Gee, there's a horse here that I really like the profile of. And you know what? It's the exact type of horse that you'd find as well. Okay. Number 11, All Saints Eve. Tell you what, this girl could be absolutely peaking here. Drawn absolutely perfectly. Should just sit maybe three pairs back, um, too wide um, with cover. Easy. Second up, she's undefeated. Look, she hasn't beaten much today, but her profile is pretty damn impressive. Ran behind uh, Creodiris first up. Um, she hasn't really done much first up. She needs a bit of a run. And but gee, her last run of the spring, she was two lengths away from Colette in the Golden Eagle. It's good form. That is elite form. So yeah, I think she's clearly the horse that I want to be in the, in this race. Um, Crone's going to run a race. I can't. I think yeah, definitely chuck her in quaddies and trifectas and everything else. So and uh, yeah, for me yeah, for me Crone, I think drawing barrier one wasn't ideal. No. No, nah, but Tony Gollan loved it. Did he? Yeah, he was stoked with the draw and he just wants more rain to come. Yeah, definitely would suit her more rain and, and probably will get like a soft seven or a heavy eight potentially in oh, Sydney. Gee, I don't know because it's 32 degrees there on the day. Is it? And Rose Hill can miss the rain. So, yeah, if the rain doesn't come, it's it's wide open again and I it won't is. change my tips. But, like, I think I'll stick with All Saints Eve regardless, but um, that brings horses like Rich Hips into the game. It brings in Sweet Deal huge into the game. She needs a rock-hard track. Um, and even Dame Giselle down in the bottom mm-hmm. lane. Um, so, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I'm doing the form on a soft... About soft six, soft seven. So am I, yeah. Um, so, hopefully it stays like that. Otherwise, yeah, just might not even bother betting this yeah. weekend. And another thing for me for Crone is awesome win last start, but it was in a field of eight. So, she had every opportunity to stalk and get out. 18 horses, she'll have a harder time doing that and on the Rose Hill track as well. She did prove it at 
the Magic Millions. There were 16 runners in that field. Oh, that was how'd one of the best runs you'd ever see. How'd she get out of that maze? Mate, she got the uh, immunity star from uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. yeah, meanwhile, I'm picking horses that are on Rainbow Road without bloody handling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fallen off the track. Uh, yeah, look, I I, um, I did have a look at All Saints Eve, but I didn't put it in my numbers. Okay, uh, but I think that is I think that's a good pump, mate. So I'm glad I'll be in the quaddy regardless. Johnny O'Shea, trainer of Lions Rule, he's he's in form. Yeah, he is. Loves winning Group Ones recently. Brendan Avdallah, also in good form, mate. Yeah, enough. Nah, fair you know? draws well. Yeah. No, mate, I'm I'm fine with that punt. It's in the quaddy. I'm a happy man. Uh, I'm risking Forbidden Love as well, but I think it will run a super race. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's in my numbers. Uh, Crone's in my numbers as well because have to. Yeah, same. Uh, but don't have either of them on top. I have Shalo on top. Okay. Archie. Um, Archie Alexander hasn't won a group one. So I think he could potentially get his first one this weekend. Uh, she was... Uh, my roughie a couple of weeks ago resuming oh. in a group three. But um let me just have a look at this starting but, price. Um, uh, $3.80. Yeah. So she was <laughs> pretty decent price if you had her on top. To be fair, you tipped her at ten bucks. I did, I yeah. did. Uh that was a fourteen hundred meter race. She really kicked through the line. So I don't think fifteen is gonna be an issue. It's hard to say if she's a genuine swimmer. She's got decent profile on a soft deck. Um hard to say if, if she, you know, is Colette-like. <laughs> if it's a heavy A and she wins, I guess she might be. Um, she lost by length on M- in the Empire Rose on Derby Day, which I think is still good form despite uh, Odium losing last weekend. And, um, yeah, actually Declan Bates, the jockey, um, the imposter I'm going to start calling him, um, <laughs> <laughs> reckons, reckons the wide barrier really suits. So she's drawn 13. She goes back anyway. She'll be able to peel out and kick. Big query for mine. She never raced in that direction before, has she? No. And the Melbourne horses, I don't know if they really, typically, they don't go that well against the Sydney folk. Yes. So, there are question marks there, but I really like the look of it. It's really lightly raced. I think it's treated really well at the weights. Um, Yeah, going to have Shalo on top, Forbidden Love running second, and the Queenslander running third. Cool. Well, I've got All Saints, All, All Saints Eve on top. Crone running second, and depending on track conditions, if it's a good track, uh, I'm going to keep those two, regardless. But I'll have Sweet Deal running third. But if it's a softer, heavy ice bath, yeah, I'm just backing in that Colette form. Loves a place. Yeah, yeah, just can't get the JD. Mm. Okay, nicely done. A uh, quick recap. For Juicy Takes last week. So, Ramwick, I had Outback Diva running sixth, Fiesta running fifth, and Bivouac ruining lives. That's the other thing I forgot about your reprimand. So, that we had two out of three legs of our place multi for Living Legends. I chucked in Personal. Mm -hmm. Doe chucked in... Uh, Moanga, mm-hmm. and who did you tuck in? <laughs> Bivouac. But um, from memory, he wasn't even one of your best bets, so I don't know <laughs> what wasn't. happened there. I don't know. Nature Street would have been fine. <laughs> he would have been at the tote. 
not very nice. But oh yeah, I had a, I had an absolute man on the weekend. Yeah. I still I still walked away with yeah, more money that, than I started with. That is unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. How you've done that. So how'd you um, go in Randwick? Well, my roughie uh, channel was scratched. Uh, yes. uh, in Randwick, G starred in oh. the Riesling, ran yeah. last, a nice yeah. last, pulled up, pulled up, and yeah, nature strip. Ran a track record, but lost my schnoz. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't have the best day at Randwick, mate. Yeah. At Flemington, I had Spanish Wreath, uh, who finished fifth. Uh, we both had Forever Free, who ran last, and Personal, who looks like better the year, ran running third. Yeah, well, I had um, Cheerful Legend, which ran fourth. It was mm. paying 16 bucks. So, well, that's a pass, Mark. That's a pass. Forever Free ran last. That's definitely not a pass. It's an F minus. <laughs> And Odium was my BB. Oh, um, just, wish I would have known that she would have drifted. Just just never looked likely. Nah. Oh, well. Yeah. Another shocker, punters. But um, look, last year I was similar this time of year and I turned around for the championship. So, we'll yeah. see. You and me both. Okay. We're just doing this in Rose Hill, but I do have a little bonus one at Mooney Valley, which I did text you about during the week. But... Mm-hmm. My value play of the day is All Saints Eve in the feature. Uh, race 7, number 11. She looks a great price at $13. Very fair, mate. Very fair. Um, I've gone big, big odds with Love my it. ruffie. It's, me, it's not a value. Give me the race. It's, and I'll... It's, you'll, know, you'll know it as soon as you've seen the race. It's race 9. Oh, gee. This was tough, wasn't it? Yeah, that's why I reckon there's some value, mate. Mm, just give me a second once this... Uh, just talk me through why you like it first. Well, look. Forget its last start. But the prep before that, absolutely flying, flying, levitating. Levitating. Absolutely levitating. Doesn't mind a soft deck, doesn't okay. mind a heavy deck. Good form at the distance. Versatile, you might say. Versatile. Blinkers on first time. Bang. Synthetic hoof filler off first time. There's some of the great gear changes. The great gear changes. I can't load it, so... <laughs> <laughs> You've built it up. Uh, 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 <laughs> Who um, is it? Number two, Grand Piano. Oh, God. <laughs> forgive last run. I did see that. Forget horse. it. Forget about his last run. Came out, was spelled straight away, and that was first up. So it's 51 bucks here. Draws barrier two, carrying a sack of weight. That's my concern. But I think you'll get a, I think you'll get a run for your money here, punters. 51 bucks. He's yeah. going the quaddy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair shout. That's no. big odds. But yeah. yeah, I didn't mind Bound to Win in that with Cousin th- Robbie on board. I literally wrote down Bound to Win is is the uh, is the threat. Yeah, but- well, it's in. So, tell you what, look, I've been twice bitten, twice shy. Is that once uh, bitten, twice shy? I don't know, man. I'm not 70. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I'm going grey, so give me a break. Um, <laughs> you did just turn 28. Race six at Rose Hill. Number one, Poland, looks a stupid cracking bet. That is a stupid price, seven dollars fifty. Stupid, that idiotic. Is, I'm, that, I'm blown away by that. I know. You think the bookies would have learned? Yeah, I know. But three three year old will probably run last. <laughs> yeah, I um I didn't have that, but I was hoping you'd say Poland. Yeah. So Mike Moroni, he was devo that this guy didn't run in the Caulfield Guineas. Was huge. And Amish boy has just come out and ran third in the new market. Frank the form. Like, yeah, huge, huge, huge form line there. That'll come in. That'll get down to four bucks, I reckon. Yeah, so in my combo, Poland, drawn barrier one should just jump, be hard to run down. Yep, great shout. Um, I've got Shalo as my 
each way, $8.50. So. Beauty. And your best bet of the day? Well, there's a horse racing in race four, which looks unbeatable if it gets wet. Looks like one of the best weighted horses in history. Oh, ridiculous. How does she have 56 kilos? I'm not sure. Colette. Colette is who we're talking about. Look, I'll have a love affair with this horse, clearly. Mm. But this field, look, Mirage Dancer, yes, can run a good race on a good track. So, bit of a question mark there. Shrower, Shrower? <laughs> Scourer. <laughs> Pharaoh. Pharaoh <laughs> won the Sydney Cup two years ago. Watch him win now. Can't possibly win. <laughs> the Chosen One is a great horse. He's, yeah. Yep. He's he's proven, but he he's a New Zealander that needs a good track. So, and what's this? Two thousand meters, I think, is below his best. Um, Colette, my God, she just looks so well put here. She's a dollar sixty five now. I reckon dollar twenty. Yeah, when the race jumps, honestly, yeah. if it's raining, if it gets to a soft six or worse. Oh yeah, chips in. Oh yeah, everything you have. Look, she was my best bet as well, but I have all right. I have bonus in um, Sydney as well. Melbourne. No, no. In oh, Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah, oh, yeah. My bad. I've, I've got both. Sorry. So oh, He's loaded this weekend. Yeah. Race five, number nine, Wonder Bar. Yeah. The bottom weight should just jump and lead and win. Um, look, only horse that gives me, makes me a bit nervous is Order of Command and maybe Jungle Edge if it's really wet. But uh, yeah, this filly, this mare even, whatever she is, um, yeah, loves the cutout. Should be going very, very close. So, for Uncle Chris Lees, he needs to have a day out for me. Yeah, uh, geez, doesn't he? Yeah. But my other one, my other bonus is, is it race three, number two? Yep. Oh, too close to the sun. Already coming in almost almost favorite over Persan. $4.40 it opened up. That is an absolute steal. Steal. Persan, look, ran fifth in the Melbourne Cup. Gonna no be, knock. No, but- it's first up over 2,000 metres. Yeah, happy to take that on. Um, regardless of whatever the track conditions are, for um, too close to the sun, he'll be going very, very close. And he's proven at the track as well. Mm-hmm. So, big tick for mine. Cool. Anything else to add? No, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we might, um, yeah, we're, oh, we're playing away next weekend mm. uh we're at we'll still be recording everything here but on the actual race day we'll be at the noosa surf club the best punting venue in australia easily um, yeah i've seen them all um <laughs> but uh yeah we might be doing something on the day maybe some little quaddy things or whatever it is but yeah stay tuned but yeah all the best this weekend punters we all need it yeah good luck punters <laughs>